This is Shotgun and Charlie's Bullet Points. The highlights of today's show in one place. Find them on Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. Here's Shotgun and Charlie from Y100. So here's a hot little bit of advice for you if you're thinking about getting married. They say, if you're thinking about getting married, you should consult with a divorce attorney first. I feel that sounds a little weird, but explain. I mean, this kind of makes perfect sense. I mean, it sounds backwards, but if you think about it, you go, you meet with a divorce lawyer before you get married, and that will help you understand your relationship a little bit better when it comes to those make or break stressors, you know? Like money? Privacy, prenup agreements, children, things like property laws, so that you kind of know what's going on. And because let's be honest, I feel, sometimes I feel like we've reached a point in society where people are like, well, let's we'll try this for now and see how and see if it works. That that's how I feel a lot of people look at marriage. Yeah. And um, it's hard. Marriage is hard. And the things you just talked about, the stressors, mm-hmm. parenting, children, money, it is a big deal. Right. Especially money. Like sometimes like well if I'll snap at Ryan or we'll talk or I'll do, it's like what, what why argue about this? But let's be honest. It's one of the biggest things people argue about. It's hard, especially mm-hmm. if you have different spending habits or, you know, somebody doesn't make a certain amount or, you know, you're having to depend on somebody else. That's not a good feeling. It's right. just, so a divorce attorney, just it, go talk to them. Yeah. And why not? I mean, at this point in your relationship, you got the stars in your eyes and you're all lovey and everything is great and wonderful. It's like, okay, good. Here's a little bit of reality for you about how things are going to go. Now that you have that knowledge, go out and be happy and make it last forever. Little hot tip. Find a family friend that's a lawyer. Otherwise, it could be about $300 to $1,000 an hour. <laughs> good Go point. Find a <laughs> Y100, good morning. Good morning. I just heard you talking about the divorce attorney thing. Yeah. You get a free hour of consultation before you even sign on the dotted line. Now, wait a second. Why do you know this? Because <laughs> I'm going through a divorce right now. <laughs> Man, I, I never know whether to say I'm sorry or congratulations. Uh, a little bit of both, actually. Okay. Yeah, I Got would imagine, it. yeah. Yeah, you get a free hour of consultation before you even sign on the dotted line. Well, that is good advice, my friend. Thank you for calling. It's Billy Currington. It don't hurt like it used to. Bringing the Hollywood sleaze to the land of cheese. It's Charlie's Chatter on Y100. All right, let's just do this here. Uh, Jeopardy. I just don't... I. I, I'm having a rough time watching it this week. Are you? Knowing that it's the end, and it's not like me and Alex were BFFs or anything. It's just the end of an era. Well, it's, it's sad. a staple. I mean, yeah. It's a staple. I, you know, honestly, I would have been okay if they took the show off the air. I'm a I, little, I, I feel I, like a lot of people would agree know, with you on that, yeah. Well, we do know the first guest host is going to be uh, Ken Jennings, but guess what? Katie Couric will now be hosting Jeopardy the following week. Really? It's her birthday today. She's 64. She Oh, she looks good. Yeah. She uh, is going to be the first female host in the show's 37 seasons. Wow. Get with the times. Jeopardy. Jeopardy. <laughs> okay. I don't care who you are. If you say you don't like the uh, puppy bowl on Animal Planet on Super Bowl Sunday, then I don't know how we're friends. <laughs> Their popular puppy bowl, it'll happen. Yep. It's going to be on Discovery Plus or if you have the Animal Planet and it'll be on Super Bowl Sunday. They do it in the afternoon. It's going to air at one o'clock our time. Nice. I love it. It's a big three hour event. It's 70 puppies from all different shelters. They're all up for adoption. It makes me happy. That makes me happy, too. Lil Nas X released his children's book. It's called C is for Country. You know, little Nas X, by the way, is one who had the big hit with Billy Ray Cyrus. That Old Town, Town Road. Road song, yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen. But and I now think... he's a children's book author. And okay. It's, it's recommended for ages three to seven. Ah. Okay. 
kind of want to read it just to see what it's about. Uh, this is cool. If you're a fan of the Kung Fu Panda movies, uh, Reebok is going to put out a Kung Fu Panda footwear collection. Uh, about 200 bucks. Colors and scenes from all the movies. Uh, really? Some of the shoes will have, like, dragons on it. Some will have bamboo. I, I don't know. I've only is. seen the first two, but they are some of my faves. They're, they're funny. They're yeah. good. They're funny. Uh, okay, so here's something that you might be a little bit upset to find out if your children love this. The longest-running PBS kids show, which is not Sesame Street. Okay. It's it's done, and I can't say the name of it. Kalalil? Oh, uh, Caillou. It's C-I-L-L-O-U. How do you say it? A Caillou. Now, I can't believe that that show is still on. My 24-year-old daughter used to watch that when she was a kid. And excuse me, I didn't mean it's the longest-running kids show because that's Sesame Street. But it is, sure. it's been on there 20 years. Here's the deal, though, and I want you to kind of, if you are familiar with it a little bit, parents were cheering this news on Twitter and social media because they say the show taught children bad habits. Oh, I don't even remember. It's, I mean, it's been probably, you know, 20 years since I watched it. Really, Mom and Dad, is it you or is it the show? Because maybe it's <laughs> right. you going outside to sneak a cigarette and thinking your kids don't see you're doing it. I don't know. Maybe you're swearing. I don't know. So Caillou is done. Caillou. Huh. Oh, I couldn't even say the name of it. That's all right. They looked weird. The characters were weird looking. True. But my kids like that show. Jeopardy will have Katie Couric for a week. The Puppy Bowl is back. I guess I'll go and take a peek. After 20 years, they have canceled the Caillou, and Reebok's gonna make me buy a Kung Fu Panda shoe. <laughs> a Kung Fu Panda shoe. Maybe even two. Okay. Thanks for waking up with Shotgun and Charlie on Y100. It's Rodney Atkins and watching you, Y100. It's uh, Shotgun and Charlie here. A little fog out there here and there, but it's gonna be a cloudy day with a high of 32. All right. If you are a DoorDash Uber Eats driver, I think you need to be with us about 7 45 this morning because we're going to give you a hot tip on what not to do. <laughs> should we talk, tell, tell everybody and play that story of that woman? Absolutely, we should. We'll Absolutely, do that about we should. 7.45. So uh, we were talking around this time yesterday about the uh, great Christmas gift that you didn't get, which was the air fryer. But I want you to tell everybody about the great Christmas gift that you did get. Uh, because I'm now 43 and this is what makes 43-year-old women happy because I feel for the first time in my life I was ready for this. I have my very own cast iron skillet. They terrify me. They what? They terrify me. What do you I, mean? Uh, my wife just got one like last year and I won't use it. I, I let her cook on it. I... I had to live uh, by myself in Texas for a couple of years, you know, uh, when I was away from Y100. Okay. And uh, I, I actually ruined like two of them. And they're not cheap. So I, I won't cook with them. I, I'm terrified of them. Can't clean them. Well, here's the thing with cleaning them. Because I've, I'm now I'm, I Google this crap all the time now. Yeah. Like, yeah, you are. So if you need to get the sticky, stubborn, stuck on food, you know, you can use nylon scrubbing brush. You say, don't. Use any soap, but my my stepmom has said she has used soap on it before. Not a lot, yeah. It's like you don't stick it in the dishwasher and you don't put it in your dish water. But she says she has used a little soap. But I mean, the whole point is to keep that stuff on there because that's where the flavor is. Okay. So I don't know. With the, yeah, the non they're supposed to be naturally nonstick. That has not been my experience. <laughs> Maybe I, it's just what I'm cooking in there. But the hottest tip I was given, and I will give you: have to dry it immediately. After you put it in the warm water, yeah. you put you have to dry it immediately. Like you can't let it sit there and drip dry like most of my dishes do my whole life. Sure, 
I don't know. I'm just excited. I've uh, once in my life, one time, made fried chicken in a regular pan. I uh, too hot. Mm-hmm. I burned it. I made it ridiculous. Well, I, they say that you make the best fried chicken. That's what cast iron skills were made for. Yeah, that intimidates me a little bit. But you know what? I'm going to try it. People have done lasagna. Uh, a girlfriend of mine was like, "You need to do the s'mores." I go, what? She said she has. It's the best s'mores recipe ever in a cast iron skillet. Really? <gasps> I'm just so excited. And uh, you know, and you know, I'm a big barbecue guy. And there's all kinds of different things that you can do with cast iron in your grill and in your barbecue. But man, I just they terrify me. I was told I should just I should do it very easy and just fry some eggs. Okay. Yeah. And then I got to make sure the pan is always preheated. I was like, okay. Always start with a screaming hot pan. Then, okay. I didn't know that. I, 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 now you're scaring me a little bit. I think I'm going to sear some pork chops. Try there that up. Last time we used ours, it was funny because uh, my, uh, Amy got me a sous vide machine. Oh, say that word again. Sous vide. What is a sous vide machine? <laughs> sous vide? It's not not a speed. Like, uh, like, like me? I'm like Swedish? Like you, yes. <laughs> it's not a speed? No, it's uh, a... <laughs> It's a sous, sous vide, which I believe, if I'm not mistaken, translates into under pressure. But what you do is you, like, vacuum seal food in these bags and you cook it in, like, circulating water. Okay. And uh, I don't understand the, it. It's supposed to be the... But the reason this this ties in, because the the way that you're supposed to use these is, like, you put a steak in there and you can put in, like, your some of your seasonings or whatever. Yeah. You seal it in a vacuum sealed bag. You cook it in this sous vide machine for, like, four hours. But it never overcooks it. So, like, if you want your steak to be a perfect medium rare at, like, 130 degrees or whatever, you set it for 130 degrees. You can cook that thing for four days if you want, and it will never overcook. Then when you're ready to eat it, you take it out of the bag, and you sear it in a screaming hot cast iron pan, and you eat it. Am I the only one who thinks some of these are just too much work? When you could just put it on a grill, or you, I, and I feel that way with my instant pot that I got a couple of years ago, and I still use it. I, we've talked before. I I will I will always be glad to buy it because of hard boiled eggs, if anything. Sure, but and it's maybe because I don't cook in it enough. That's what turns me off. All the steps you have to follow. Sure. And granted, it is miraculous how quick it'll cook. The stuff it cooks, I've never imagined anything like this. Yeah, it's just it's a lot of steps. And then if you don't know, I think people are, you said you're scared of the cast iron. I've had more friends who are scared to death of this Instant Pot. And they're scared of when it pops off and you release the steam and, uh, I don't know. Somebody says I said it wrong. You said sous vide? I don't know. I watch Iron, I watch Iron Chef America all the time. Somebody said with that cast iron skillet too, it'll rust. Um, you, you gotta you gotta oil it as soon as you're done washing it, yeah, and yeah, I have heard that too. Yeah, as soon as you dry it, okay. throw a little oil in there. Uh, guess what is the uh, other little recipe on my list for my cast iron skillet? What's that? Makes the best buffalo chicken dip for the win. Really? Yeah, you're gonna have to come you, over to my house for that. You know one. how I feel about your buffalo. chicken I know. Dip. Maybe I'll add that with gooey chocolate chunk skillet cookies when we're done. Yeah. See, now if I made that, I'd end up throwing the pan away. But yeah, <laughs> I think you're not giving yourself enough credit. <laughs> Jason Aldean in the Dirt Road Anthem. Uh, we are Shotgun and Charlie. Boy, those uh, those jackpots for the lotto are up there, and they are large. Between the two of them, like half a billion dollars or something? Or they're both at like half a billion dollars right now, aren't they? There was no winner of Powerball last night, and that was at 410. All so right. what does that mean then? It was $410 million. I know. Oh, I, I can't believe I didn't win. Oh, well, guess what? I didn't buy a ticket. Yeah, exactly. I keep forgetting. You know, and I know there's a lot of us out there that do this, and I'm one of them, and I and I hate to admit this. You know, when it's like, it, it'll be like $40 million or something, you're like, nah, I'm not going to waste my money on that, you know? And then it gets up over like $400 million, you're like, yeah, maybe I should go and uh, 
buy a lottery ticket now. Like like your odds have all of a sudden gotten better. Yeah. Now it's worth your time. Last time there was a big winner. <laughs> it was this guy and this girl, and they were just very good friends. They've been friends and playing the lottery together for 10 years. It was their thing. Oh, okay. They use the exact same numbers every single time, no matter what. Yeah. They decided the last time, they put a bunch of numbers in a hat. They drew it randomly. They nailed it and won the lottery. They really? each won like $580,000 a piece. Wow. I wonder if they're still friends. <laughs> Well, I would hope so, because we all have heard those crazy lottery stories. So it's funny. We were asking people earlier this week, you know, what you're planning on doing with your stimulus check. And as adults, we're like, gosh, I don't, I don't know, spending on some bills or something. So we thought we would ask the pros what you should do if you get that kind of money. All right, just chilling with Presley Dinah, Josie Florence, and you know the lottery that you would go buy the ticket for. The Powerball is worth $410 million. Yeah. So we're going to ask people tomorrow morning. We want you guys to tell us, press you first, $410 million. You can buy whatever. What would you be buying? Um, First thing I'd do is go buy a horse. <laughs> and then I'd get a barn and some horse supplies for it. And I'd build a big house and we can live in it and we'll have a big farm with horses. Where do you want to live? In Michigan. You traitor. <laughs> You're a cheese head. Yeah, I know. All right, Josie Florence, nine years old, $410 million. What would you buy? I would probably buy a Jeep. Yes. Second, a horse. Um, Corgi, for How sure. Many? Two. Okay. And then a house. A huge house. Where do you want to live? I want to live in Green Bay. Mm. Or New York. Or New York. Yeah. You could buy a lot of stuff in New York. Yeah, I want a get- horse in New York. Yeah. <laughs> That's my new car. And I'd want... Oh, wait. I already said a Jeep. <laughs> Well, you guys don't need a lot. What about buying like an amusement park or wow. flying I, around the world? Oh, I'd buy a fox. I'd buy my own plane. Uh, Wait, uh, did I, you just say press you'd buy a fox? Yeah. <laughs> I'd buy a private jet. Oh. <laughs> Actually, private. scratch everything I said. I'd just every single day, I'd just take a trip everywhere. I'd just be on a plane. Would you quit school? Yep. Oh, Bye-bye. that's horrible. No, you wouldn't. I would, I would get my own private plane and I'd my own private beach. I oh, just, I just wow. travel everywhere. I have oh, so much okay. money. I'm right. a dolphin. Well, we didn't oh. buy tickets, so we don't have to worry about it. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I, I, really, my kids, they want corgis, a fox, and a dolphin. And then Josie said her horse, like, you're gonna, you heard it. You're going to have a horse in New York City. She's like, that'll be my car. <laughs> All right, so Northeast Wisconsin, we... We have the cutest kids. You've proven that. Talk to the, I just aired a call. I had Presley and Josie say, what would you do with $410 million? Well, then, uh, thank you, because we have got little Sarah, who I believe is 10 years old, and here's what Sarah would buy. Probably buy more animals. Couple pigs, couple cows, um, llama. <laughs> Probably my own private island. Oh, wait, she just said a llama. I think that needs to be on my list, too. Right, right. They're private kind, island. They're my favorite. Well, then, we uh, we got little Eric that called us. Eric is from Hortonville. Eric is around nine years old. And here's what Eric had to say and what he would spend his money on. Um, I would probably buy a mansion, and I would probably buy shooting range, a bowling alley, <laughs> a basketball court, um, probably like a lot of master beds and a pool. Oh, I wouldn't give it... To mean people. Aww. <laughs> and I would help some lonely people out that are homeless. That oh, was. Wow. I know, Eric. Wow. All 
Good job there, young man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, you Sweet. know what? You can't uh, win it if you don't get a ticket. So we've got uh, one is coming up Friday night. The other one's coming up Saturday night. So good luck. And don't forget your friends here at Y100. Mm-hmm. Shotgun and Charlie. Y100, Green Bay and the Valley's number one for country and fun. What's your country song? We'll play it for you. All right, so there's a video uh, going viral right now. It's a DoorDash delivery driver. Uh, She's from Long Island, New York. Uh, She yelled at a customer because she wasn't happy with the tip he gave her. You know, he signed it on his debit card, put the tip on there, all that good stuff. She yelled at him for giving her an $8 tip. And how she did it, she berated this dude through the ring door camera. And demanded a better tip. <laughs> I, 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 I just want you guys to hear it. Yep. This, this is the this is the the driver. I need to speak to you. I don't think you realize where they're coming from. So I need to speak to you. Where what's coming from? Where the food you ordered is coming from. I don't think you realize the distance because then you would never have given what you gave. I drove forty minutes and it was extremely far, and I got it to you early. So I don't think you realize where you ordered from. That's a that's a 15, 20 minute drive. It's not. You need to try to drive it. I just drove it. It's forty minutes. It's twelve and a half miles. So I don't think you realize how far it is. So I think you need to adjust your tip to make it right. What are you looking for? Huh. I gave an eight. Okay, I'm gonna bring the food back. I'm gonna bring the food back. Okay. She took the food and she drove back. Canceled the order because she didn't wasn't happy with the eight dollar tip. And I'm in. My, I I, I want to know what the total bill was first of all. Sure. Y- you got an eight dollar tip. People tip according to you know prices. I know that ten twenty percent. I I just can't believe that's the route she took. Well, me either. Well, I, and and the funny thing is, and Amy and I, and we're trying to be better about it here as we're in twenty twenty one. But we have ordered a lot from the DoorDashes and the Eat Streets and the Food Dudes and all that stuff yeah. here over the last year. And I got to tell you, especially, and I, this was a DoorDash driver, right? DoorDash driver. So you go through, and let's say that you're going to order that stuff. First of all, you're going to be paying a premium price from the restaurant themselves. Sometimes there's a service charge for ordering uh, food for delivery from the restaurant. There'll be a delivery fee from DoorDash that you have to pay. All of that stuff gets tacked on to your bill. And then after all of that, then you get the thing on there's like, how much do you want to tip your driver? And I always do. I always do tip my driver. But you know, at this point, something that if I went in there and I bought it myself and sat down and ate it and paid $25 for, now I'm paying $45 for. Yeah. And it's like, I know. And it's like, I mean, I get it. And you want to try to keep these places running. But for her to go through, then at that point, it'd be like, you need to adjust your tip. That was uh, everything about that was horrible. And then what is that going to do to her driving record? Because don't you get rated? As soon as she leaves, you're going to get the thing that's going to pop up from DoorDash. That's going to be like, how was your experience with the restaurant? How was your experience with the driver? It's like she's going to end up getting fired from DoorDash. Well, that's what I was just going to say. She took the food back. Yeah. So, I mean, wouldn't they fire her already? Would I mean, wouldn't you... As a company, be like, okay, you're done. Yeah. You know, yeah, tips can stink. I did the service industry for a long time, all through my 20s, mm-hmm. and, and it and it was fun when you got the big ones. Sometimes people just tip like crap. I get it. You can't, you want to, but you can't say anything, especially like that. Well, and I th- I'm not sure, and somebody, I'm sure there's somebody that uh, drives for this that can probably uh, let me know, but I think that you know what the tip is before you pick it up. Oh, you mean they can see it on their on their app? Yeah. Well, obviously, because she knew it was eight bucks and she went up to the door mad. Yeah. He didn't even open the door. He put all that in when he ordered it. Yeah. So is she like driving there all ticked off and then just let him have it? Like, 
you you picked this career and you know it's just please don't ever handle anything like that how crazy eric church hell of a view y100 uh shotgun and charlie here and we're talking about this uh door dasher out in out out east who like berated this dude through his uh through his ring doorbell because she didn't think she got enough of a tip for how much she had to drive and i thought this was how it is but somebody texted in and said hey when you accept an order from DoorDash, you get to see the loc- you can see your location the pickup the drop off the total miles and the pay and you don't have to accept it so so you don't have to go so she accepted it knowing the tip Yes, and then drove there and, and then got mad about it. Got angry. And somebody goes, I just don't understand. How did she go? How did it take 40 minutes for two and a half miles in New Jersey? <laughs> well, because it's the Jersey Turnpike. It's a city. Yeah. It takes a lot longer in the cities to get I'm those I'm so lines. glad we don't live there. You know what else is coming in? Uh, stick around because now we're seeing the other side of things, though. Uh, uh, we have a story of a horrible tip. A horrible tip one server got here in Northeast Wisconsin. Let's play that. I can't even believe this is true. It's just so rude. We'll tell you what that is coming up. It's Kelsey Ballerini in the hole in the bottle. Uh, good morning. We are Shotgun and Charlie, and we appreciate you listening this morning. We kind of got on the ball about DoorDash and the bad tip. Woman freaked out. Well, now uh, y'all are calling in because you've had some bad ones. Okay, so I'm not a waitress, but my friend is, and I was there at her job getting a drink, and there was a table next to me with, like, 15 people. So I know their bill was pretty hefty, and they literally left her, like, a 70-cent tip on the table and all change. <laughs> their bill was well over $100. You know, and that's... that's upset. I can imagine. But I, I gave her a $20. Oh, you're just feeling no, bad for, for you. Yeah. Good for you. I just don't understand that. I, I guess, and I know if there's bad service, y- you have to let them know it was bad service and tell them. I get that. But at the, at the same time, if you got a party of 15 people, I feel like you got to cut your server some slack. Well, too bad the restaurant did, didn't do like most did. Yeah. You add the gratuity if it's eight or more. Yeah. That's the way to do it for that. Exactly. And, and you need to, because I mean, one person taking care of that many people, that's a, that's, that's a job. That's a chore. And, you know, as bad as that was, I this one is just, it's just rude. Yeah, so I was a waitress at a really small restaurant and uh, had a family come in that had two small kids. Um, so uh, needed a lot of stuff the whole time, like constantly asking for things. Kids left a mess all over the place. Um, I went to clear the table. My tip was a dirty diaper sitting on the table. Oh, oh my god. So, um, I immediately got my manager and I said, are you serious? Like, they just left me a dirty diaper. And he um, was a little shocked and he said, okay, you don't have to clean the table. I'll clean it. So at least I didn't have to pick it up. He uh, bust the table for me because it was a small restaurant and I would have to bust my own table. But he said, I'll bust it for you this time. I'm like, okay, thanks. <laughs> that is just to a point where I don't care who you are, even if they were dish- dissing her on the tip, right. you don't leave your dirty baby's diapers anywhere like wow. that. Wow. Do better. Shotgun and Charlie. 100.